Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm your host, Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With your hosts, Emily <laughs> and Matt. Hello. I thought I was being forgotten as one of the hosts, but I was not. I thought about it, but I thought that was just too mean. Mmm. Uh, thank you. With for your not being hosts, Emily and guest Matt. <laughs> Well, I've often said it's just us. Inter- we're we're interviewing each other. That's how I I think of the podcast. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that's weird. I think it was a conversation between friends. Do you think when you're out going out, do you think you're interviewing your friends? Uh, yes, and I feel like we've had this exact conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. It's just an interview. Um, interviewing for the role of Matt's friend. Yeah, everyone. Just if you think you're my friend, just know you're constantly being interviewed uh, for the role. And I have not made up my decision. On my deathbed, I will write up a list of people I consider my friends. <laughs> um, I hope I get a deathbed. Otherwise, I have no friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? I mean, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, okay. Um, death. It got. I was gonna make a joke, and then it, I was like, no, that's too sad. Stop talking. Uh, yeah, you know, I knew I was, I was diving into (laughs) treacherous waters, but, uh, uh, that's okay. Um, this, this podcast is known for pushing the envelope, being controversial. (laughs) Um, speaking of treacherous waters, it's so hot. Wow. Uh, that reminds me of what I'm drinking. Should we get right into it? (laughs) That's all we're doing for chit chat? Okay. We're talking about death, and then we're talking about how hot it is. Hot like it is in hell, a place you go when you die. It's nine. It's over ninety degrees in in uh, New York right now. According to my Google Home, it's exactly ninety degrees. Wow. Uh, let's see what my Google Watch says. Uh, it also says exactly ninety. So it must have cooled down from the high of ninety five earlier today. So it says my watch. I had to take a second shower today. Um, I'm I took. I took a late night shower last night, lived in that all day, and then took a shower in the, in the afternoon. I was more sweat than person. Um, yeah. Yeah. I went to a restaurant yesterday, and I had, I had sweat on the back of my knee when I stood up from, like, sitting for, you know, dinner time. Tea tock, tea tock, tea tock, tea! Tick tock, 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 That was the remix. Tick tock, the tick tock remix. We're all about tick tock now. Matt, I could easily share about my tea, but as I was introducing this, you lifted up what I believe you're drinking, and I'm so intrigued that I refuse to go first. Yeah, well, that's why I want to jump right into tea talk, because I'm very prepared for this hot weather in that I am very, to a rare degree, I'm drinking... Iced tea. It's an iced chai latte I made it all by myself. Wow. Okay, and, tell me about uh, this chai latte. I like that mm. you're drinking out of a graduation mug. Oh, yes. Uh, happy graduation to all the grads out there. <laughs> I have a graduation cup. Um, this is uh, a new chai mix for me. Uh, I really wish I had pulled up the, uh, the ingredients already, but it is from Trader Joe's, which... Um, I've had this... My my household had been a Trader Joe's household for a long time. Uh, I'm a big fan of Trader Joe's. Still like Trader Joe's, but due to this pandemic that we find ourselves uh, still partially in, um, the line at Trader Joe's has just been like too long. Like 
not it's not an acceptable amount of waiting to get into a Trader Joe's. And uh, as luck would have it, the other day, uh, my wife Laura was walking by a Trader Joe's and it had no line, <laughs> so she went in. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, bought some random stuff. Like I don't, it wasn't like regular grocery shopping, so it was just like let's buy some things and see what Trader Joe's has to offer now because Trader Joe's. Also somewhat well-known for um, changing their, um, uh, what they have in stock a lot. So, you know, it had been over a year since she had been to one. And uh, picked me up their spiced chai black tea concentrate. Now, I actually think I have had chai from Trader Joe's before, but it was not the same as this. This is a different thing. Um, the ingredients, <laughs> filtered water, sugar, black tea, chai extract, which is a whole bunch of other ingredients, natural ginger flavor, and citric acid. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is this a powder or a liquid? I don't know if you already said that. I did not yet, although one of the top ingredient was filtered water. That's what uh, confused me, because yeah. I have had chai tea from Trader Joe's, but it's a powdered one. So I've been picturing this whole time the powdered one. Yeah, no, this it, comes... The filtered water really threw me for a loop. Yeah. So I do have, I have lots to say about this, in fact. Um, I'll show you a picture of it on the screen so you know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, okay. But it, it came in a plastic bottle. And I will also say that most... So I've actually gotten really into <laughs> drinking these like chai tea mixes because I just don't go out for tea as much and I still like chai. So I've been getting a lot of like the um, the Oregon, Oregon chai mix, which I, I've had on, talked about on the podcast yep. before. I've also had the Tazo tea one, which I'm less interested in. Um, and then... Uh, those two came in the sort of Tetra packs, the like cardboard um, packaging. And those are also all 50-50 mixes. You put half this chai from those with half um, milk or, or um, milk-based thing or milk, uh, uh, sup- whatever, uh, <laughs> fake milk. Um, this is actually a third. You, you just do a third of the mix and two-thirds of milk or whatever. So it's less mixture so it actually is like a little bit more efficient for its its bottle size i guess it's high higher concentrated or something <laughs> and uh so this the one i'm drinking right now is mixed uh two-thirds uh two parts oat milk one part uh spiced chai um black tea concentrate and uh you know what tastes pretty good this is very interesting um i so I almost, this is not my podcast topic, but my podcast mm-hmm. topic was almost chai lattes. Like, wow. I thought about it and I was like, no, I don't have enough to say. <laughs> um, I would also stolen all the thunder from that topic. <laughs> well, if I, it was, just, I would have just said, this is my topic. Let's chat about it now. Mm, true, true. Uh, change the game. I had a chai latte this morning. Um, also with oat milk, but from... A place. A place. Wow. No free publicity for them. I can give uh, it. It's called Topos. 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 <sighs> and mm. it's on mm. somewhere in Ridgewood. I can't tell you the crossing streets. Okay. Somewhere in Ridgewood. Um, I, I actually said, had a hot shot. I chi- expect mm-hmm. people to just look it up themselves. Oh, I won't. Um. <laughs> um, you had a nice chai? I had a hot chai this morning. Uh, wow. And then I, it was, I woke up, I, I got up early this morning for, especially for today's a Sunday. Uh, I was up at like 8 or 8.30 this morning. That's, 
uh, pretty early for me on a Sunday. Um, so I, uh, I had time to, it was not hot. It's not as hot yet, <laughs> but, uh, now I'm having this ice, this ice chai. I knew it. I was like, this podcast is gonna be too hot. I'm drinking iced tea on it. There we go. I yesterday wanted to make iced tea, but just for general, general me life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. And so I'm having hot tea today. Spoiler alert. Yes, I was honestly surprised to see you drinking hot tea. <laughs> uh, well, before you made me turn it off. And yes, I believe, listener, Matt made me turn my air conditioner off. I was nice and cool. Um, listen, listener, um, for it's for your benefit that I had Emily turn the air conditioner off. It uh, makes quite a bit of noise on the recording if it's left on. <laughs> In fact, I was what was I listening to? It was like uh, the Freakonomics podcast or something. And I had to hear, like, the host of that. Because, like, you know, sometimes podcasts leave a lot of, like, the extra, like, the stuff that you might edit out, they just, like, leave on there. It's, like, them talking to the person or them, like, ringing the phone and you'll hear, like, the sound effect of the phone ringing or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, not on, like, on serious podcasts, not on, like, dramatic, not on, uh, like, comedy ones or whatever. Anyways, he, like, left in this part where he, like, asks the person to turn off their air conditioner. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting. Uh, B-roll, I suppose you'd call it. The, uh extra stuff um we're leaving it in though we're leaving in our discussion about (laughs) turning the air conditioner off um matt how does this compare to other chai concentrates that you have had oh this is great it's like it's this is one of the best i've ever had possibly the best i've ever had it's like it's like a good creaminess to like the the chai flavor it's i i guess i like maybe i like that it's more milk than most like you're just gonna say something about that and i think oat yeah. milk is a very creamy form of milk mm-hmm. yeah i so i think i think that's definitely helping here it's also not so that my problem with the tazo is it's like spicy in a way that i don't like like it's kind of just like too too much um and i like that this isn't this isn't too much this tastes great I would, I, if I had bought this like from a cafe, I'd been like, this is one of the best cafes to buy chai from. <laughs> um, um, have you ever had a powdered chai latte concentrate? Um, I mean, haven't I had one with you on this podcast? Wasn't that? Uh, that one does not count. <laughs> the most disgusting tea of our lives. Um, <laughs> um yes, I, uh, yes, I have, um. There's a chain of bagel places in Brooklyn <laughs> called Bagel Pub um, that has a chai that's made from the powder. And I often order the chai from there if I get bagels from there because, uh, well, I like chai. So that's I don't really need more of a reason beyond that. <laughs> but uh, yes, so I've definitely had it probably other times too, but at least those, uh, at least whenever I go there. Okay. And End of question? Yeah. <laughs> Um, which do you think is better, just generally? Oh, um, I think the liquid ones are better. I agree. Um, they definitely mix better and, like, dissolve better and all that. Um, and I mean, this, this is, I mean, this is now the king. I mean, the challenge is out there. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Trader Joe's concentrate is, like, the best I've ever had. It's going to suck going back to Oregon chai. (laughs) Oregon Trail or whatever. Oregon, well, maybe it'll whatever. just be easier to go to Trader Joe's more often now. Also a possibility. Fingers crossed. I have never been a Trader Joe's person. Mostly because I always align it long. 
like you said, it's too long during the pandemic. I think it's too long all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not much of a supermarket person, period, right? Well, yeah, that's true. But it's like all the times I've been there, I'm like, why this line is too long? I could go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I listen. I. I do like Trader Joe's. I'm not going to say it's not better than every other supermarket because I think it probably is. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's the, oh, God, I'm so phlegmy from this chai. Um, I think if you just bring some, uh, you bring your headphones and you listen to music while you're grocery shopping, it's not the worst uh, thing in the world. Um, I don't know. Um I don't like grocery shopping, period, either. So I'm like, well, if I already have to go out and I already have to waste a bunch of time, I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't necessarily think a slightly longer wait is any worse than just going to any grocery store. I hate grocery stores so much. It's like all the all, everyone's acting. People act so like they forgot how to be in society when they go into uh, supermarkets. Like unless they have the wide, like super wide aisles and all that. And like everyone, I don't know. I have lots of, basically every problem I have with how people like walk on sidewalks and (laughs) do that kind of stuff. Like every little social tick I have that I dislike, I feel like it's amplified when you go into a supermarket. (laughs) People bumping into each other, not looking, doing ah, whatever. (sighs) End of rant. (laughs) Um, Matt, I have a question for you. Yeah. Would you say that this Trader Joe's Chai liquid concentrate is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? I think I know the answer. <laughs> what if I just said it was not my cup of tea? I think you hate this tea. And uh, I hate all chai mixes. This is the best one, but I hate them all. And I drink them out of spite. Uh, no, this is my cup of tea. It tastes good. I like it. Okay. Um, Emily, you were drinking a different tea than me. Uh, I, I know a few things about it. I know it's hot. Um, I know it can Technically, I will say you okay. don't know it's hot. Yes, I did already say it's hot, but I will often sometimes drink iced tea out of a mug. Yeah, I know it's hot because you told me it's hot. That's, okay. I don't know. I don't know based on the, the thing. I actually, I often drink, this is a weird thing about me. I drink orange juice out of coffee mugs. I just like doing it. <laughs> uh, I also like drinking milk, although I don't drink any milk. I don't drink milk anymore, but I like drinking milk and orange juice out of coffee mugs. Like if I'm pouring it myself at home, I will often use coffee mugs for fun. Anyways, and then it's not hot orange juice, just to be clear. Uh, okay, Emily's got some hot tea. She had to take out the bag earlier, which is also how I knew it was hot. That was maybe pre-podcast. Um, that's all I know. Emily, what tea do you have? I am drinking Clipper Ship Tea Company, established 2010. Snow Monkey Green Tea. Snow Monkey, huh? Yeah. Um, um, clipper ship. What? Where is that? What does that imply? Clipper ship. Um, it's from Long Island. Um, this podcast came to me by way of uh, Eric Wait. Sola. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> back up. <laughs> Say all. Where? Where is this tea from? <laughs> Long Island. Long Island. Got it. And then I think you said something like podcast instead of tea. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm pretty sure you said this podcast came to me somehow. Oh. This tea came to me via the Clipper Ship Tea Company, mm-hmm. um, but it's from my friend, sometimes sometimes listening to this podcast, colleague Eric Soloff, who bought this for me. He bought me five 
of these clipper ship tea companies to have on the pottle. This is the first one I've had. Um, And these are the ingredients. Green tea, lavender, vanilla, blueberry. Wow. Green tea, blueberry, lavender. Okay. Let me see if I can see some blueberries in this. I I see the lavender, definitely. Um, Does it taste floral? No, I really get the vanilla. Um, Oh, my my third question was the vanilla question. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Let me go back in. Um, do you taste the blueberry or um, otherwise unnameable fruitiness on top of vanilla? <laughs> I taste the sweetness. I do, I think I do get a little bit of the lavender, not so much the blueberry, but I really get the vanilla. Does it taste like a green tea? I'm going back in. <laughs> going back in. And we've taken a sip. Her mug says wait for it on it, so every time she goes to take a sip, I'm just, like, reading the wait for it part. <laughs> um, yes, it does taste like a green tea, and this is from Hamilton. Mm, I'm aware. I, I'm I'm aware, Molten, of that. I'm that? willing to wait for, wait for, wait for. I am an indimitable. <laughs> I am an oh original. Wait for, wait for. Um, I am the one thing in life I can't control. Uh, I have heard the Hamilton soundtrack, so it's not I'm not I'm not completely ignorant to what's in Hamilton. Um, so what kind of green tea does it taste like? Is it uh, gra- grassy or leafy? Leafy. Leafy. Um, okay. Um, how is the is the vanilla like? Vanilla and green tea, that's actually an interesting combination. Is it, is the vanilla adding to the flavor or making it weird? Or I think it's off? adding to it. I think it's, it's, it's a nice flavor. Because you're not much, you're not the biggest uh, green tea person. So I'm not the biggest green tea person, um, but I am maybe the biggest vanilla person. Ooh, the biggest vanilla person. Um, do you, have, I, have I told you how I bake? I've told you how I bake. Yes. You have. You can quickly remind the listener. <laughs> um, I take what the recipe says. I triple it. Double it or triple it. And then I add a little bit more just for good measure. This is the amount of vanilla you, extract you put in. Yeah. And I believe that is why people, and I don't want to toot my own horn. But well, I you will anyways. <laughs> I am a good baker due to the amount of vanilla I put in my thing. Wow. You know, my, my chai is pretty vanilla-y too. I didn't really think about it. It's not, I don't think it's explicitly, but it kind of has that vanilla taste. Um, listen, vanilla, people call vanilla, like, you know, um, people use vanilla to describe bland things, but that's crazy because vanilla is like, it's just something we're a little used to because it's one of the most powerful flavors in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, little, little vanilla is like so power, it's so much. Anyways, that's a little shout out for all my vanilla ice cream fans out there. Um, um Okay. Um, should I just ask you the big question? Yeah. Um, I forgot everything about the name of this thing, but do you find this, uh, oh, Clipper Ship, uh, yes, Clipper Ship Tea Company, established in 2010, uh, do you find this Snow Monkey Green Tea to be your cup of tea, or, I, oh my god, <laughs> please do not interrupt. I, it is my cup of tea, 
Um, your cup of tea, or it is, not your um, cup of tea. Tea Ship, by the way, is the purveyors of premium loose leaf tea since 2010. Single estate teas plus innovative tea blend. Um, yeah, this is my cup of tea. I enjoy it. I've had it a few times. Um, I pre-bagged mm-hmm. some of it, but I actually, wow. this is my second of this top cup of tea today. Um, wow. Um, by the way, I just want everyone to know, I only tried <laughs> blasting past the fact that she did interrupt my asking of the question. Without even me trying to be tricky, I was just I was saying it the normal speed and cadence. I think um, I normally I just want to say I I I felt I did recognize it because I did just blow past it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't even need to hear the rest of your question. Wow, interesting, interesting. Um, okay, well, this is the last episode of the podcast, I guess. Um, just, I don't know, just break the reality. Oh yeah, I enjoy this tea. I think it has a nice flavor. I think it would make. Her great iced tea. Maybe I'll do that this afternoon if I uh, get to it. Wow. Um, great. Just keep on brewing that tea all day long. <laughs> uh, tea talk done? Oh, I just want to say, when I make iced tea, I very rarely have it that time. Um, okay. Noted. I you said uh, keep I called, it all day I, long, but... I like cold brew my stuff, so I, I take like 24 hours to do it anyway. So I also don't have it the same day I start making it. I just need to get cold enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, tea talk done? Um, Matt, yeah? I believe you have the first topic today. Oh, did we want to not do any check-ins or read oh, emails? <laughs> um, we, so we're ch- 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 checking in about past topics. Um, I forgot to mention this, but I can't get the emails on my new phone. I don't have the account information. So if wow. you want to read an email, you can pull it up. Wow. Um, you know what? I guess I'll read a, I'll read us an email. I'm going to grab it. Uh, I guess I'll read this first earliest one from Katie. Here. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> I love this one. Uh, th- uh, this email from uh, Katie Bate Lewin. Um, she says, I'm back. <laughs> M, meaning Emily, I definitely don't think you're stupid when discussing books. You're incredibly insightful. Thanks, Katie. That's it. That's the whole thing. I believe I made this comment that I think sometimes I feel dumb when I'm talking about books. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm in a book club with Katie, so that makes me feel very happy that she thinks I'm insightful. And she was also an English major, so that's even wow. doubly nice. Wow, wow, wow. Um, okay, uh, I'll give. I'll do another one because that was fast uh this is also from katie uh she sent it the next day this is um in response to our conspiracy theories episode uh and katie writes i'm deeply upset you guys didn't discuss the lizard people conspiracy didn't you know the royal family and the bush family are descendants descendants of powerful lizard alien people uh question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point she's right we should have uh discussed lizard people so here's the thing I do know about that one, but I actually have never dived into it. So I can't say I really understand it. Um, yeah, I think it's just that, like, uh, it's sort of just it's sort of just the aliens are slowly taking over conspiracy. Um, I don't know there's any more to it beyond that. Like, I think it's that there are probably moments where, like, <laughs> they got caught doing lizard-like things or something, <laughs> like sticking their tongue out or having their eyes like photographed weird or something, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly the sort of replicant uh, theory of, uh, of there being clones and um, aliens taking over, which is actually 
the uh, <laughs> there's a Marvel uh, TV series coming out called Secret Invasion with Samuel Samuel L. Jackson, which uh, his character Nick Fury, and it's like that idea that there are um, uh, aliens that look like humans that have been replacing the humans that we know. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's probably true. <laughs> that's, um, my, that's my critique on it. Um, I don't think we also talked about how so many people think there's a conspiracy about the Denver airport that I think has something to do with lizard people. There's like a mural that shows like there's like all these caverns that are holding people below the Denver airport. That's all I know. I can't speak anymore oh. about it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, I did. I basically just gave you my <laughs> rudimentary rundown of lizard people, but it uh, it is something worth. Uh, it's definitely worth thinking about because it might be true, and they might be trying to take us take over the planet. And uh, that's honestly the last thing I want. Lizard uh. pe- lizards are cold blooded, and I don't need that. I mean, I think lizards are fine. Wow, look at you already uh, bowing down to our lizard alien overlords. <laughs> Listen, it's just like, why Why are we assuming that lizards are bad? Oh, um, I guess xenophobia, that we assume humanity is better than these aliens. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> don't they think would... that we should, we should believe that. Okay. Well, There's lots of like really I've... great lizards. My sister-in-law had a lizard. Technically it was a chameleon, he... which I don't think it's technically classified as a lizard, but it is a reptile. Uh, yeah, lizards are the specific yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, uh, yeah, reptile, amphibian, those are broad categories. Lizard is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, although there's probably a bunch of kinds of lizards. It's like saying, um, you know, uh, turtle. Like, there's lots of kinds of turtles out there. Turtle? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, not an amphibian, it's a reptile? I'm pretty sure it's a reptile. Um, what makes something an amphibian versus a reptile? Um, I actually don't know. Can you look it up? Um, or make sure that I'm saying the truth that turtles are reptiles. I'm almost positive that they are. Um, but uh, amphibians okay. are more, it's like their skin isn't, it's not scaly. It's like mucousy because they go in and out of the water. Yeah. Okay. So reptile or amphibian means means two lives on land as well as on water. Amphibians usually have to stay near water sources to, pre- to prevent skin drying out and have smooth skin. Reptiles are groups of animals that breed air, have scales on their body, and lay eggs. Um, yes, are so turtles So and sea turtles amphibians. are... I mean, they live in water, but... I think that's an evolution thing. Um, okay. Amphibians are frogs, toads, newts, and salamanders. Reptiles are turtles, snakes, lizards, alligators, and crocodiles. Okay, I'm glad I was right. Um, okay. Checking out of the check-in. Oh, no, we're not done. Oh, no? Well, okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to check in about? Oh, um, I thought about this a few days ago, and I forgot what they were, but no. So now. <laughs> we're checking out of the chicken. Okay. Um. That. Yes. You're first. What's your topic, bro? Great. Hey, bro. Um, bro. Yo, yeah. bro, what's your topic? Bro. Um, okay, so I uh, I have a topic. I'm going to tell it to you. You can bro, stop shouting bro topic. at me. Stop shouting bro at me. <laughs> bro? Bro. Yeah. Bro, what's your topic? 
My topic is something that uh, I've been thinking about a lot lately, a lot, a lot the whole past year, to be honest. And it's actually something I think you know uh, at least a little bit about. Um, it's a TV show that I've I've gotten a little obsessed with, even though there's only one season of it. Um, it is a show called I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. I'd watch this. Yes. Um, I so oh, I just want to yeah, say, Matt. Yeah. I just want the listeners to know that you're not telling them that they should leave. Yeah, no, I think you should stay. My topic is I think you should leave. <laughs> Why are you telling our listeners to leave, bro? Uh, listeners, I think you should leave. Wow. Okay. Unsubscribe right now. Uh, I think you should unsubscribe. <laughs> okay, tell us about the show. I've watched it, but that doesn't mean everyone else. No, it's true. Okay, it's a sketch comedy show. It's uh, starring, I guess, Tim Robinson, who was a former Saturday Night Live writer and occasional performer. He wasn't like, I don't think he was ever like the main cast, but he was definitely on the cast. Uh, if you ever saw the um, the one where they dis they discussed the NBA theme song, <laughs> uh, he's like, is in that one. It's, it's a good one. Uh, they discuss the lyrics of the NBA's like anthem that they play like uh, on live broadcasts and stuff. It's it's a pretty funny sketch. Anyways, uh, I'm not here to talk about that. Uh, he then went to do a TV show called Detroiters, and then now he has like the show on Netflix, which I do know that they just finished filming a second season, so it's coming. Um, but uh, I'm like obsessed with this show. I have watched it probably i've watched it all the way through probably like five times or something there's only six episodes i watched it all in one day uh yeah i've done i've done a couple uh one sitting one watch the whole you can watch the whole thing in like an hour and a half probably six episodes and none of them are like i think the longest one is like 20 minutes so they're all like 15 to 20 minutes long um don't call me on that but it's some it's pretty short um but i just I love it. It's offbeat. It's a little weird. It's a little kooky. Uh, I've got, I've started quoting it like all the time <laughs> um, to uh, my wife. Laura likes watching it. So she's like she gets the quotes <laughs> and I've got a bunch of friends that like either play video games online with or have hung out with and just like am quoting it like crazy. Like we'll just like bring up one of our I don't know. It's just, a, it's just, it reminds me of the old days when I used to quote like the Simpsons to my friends all the time. And now I get to quote like this show that I just, tons of people I know have seen it. Uh, but I was recently uh, hanging out with some friends uh, in person, which is crazy, but fun. And um, one of my very good friends who I know this show is like right up their alley had never seen it. <laughs> um, I think one of us had like, said something about it. And then another person was like, uh, made a remark about it being an inside joke. And I was like, it's not an inside joke. It's this TV show everyone's seen. And they were like, we haven't seen it. And I was like, you're blowing my mind that you haven't seen this. So we watched four episodes. <laughs> I would love to know which friend this is. Um, it's my friend, Jared. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just, I kind of was surprised he hadn't seen it. Although I had no reason to like think he had other than it seemed right up his alley. And uh, he seemed, I mean, I didn't grill him like, did you like this show or not? But he seemed to be laughing, so I think he liked it. And I also know, like, his sense of humor is very close to my sense of humor, so, and I would be shocked to find that he didn't find it funny. But, uh, yeah, it was great. I love the show. Why, why do you love the show? Okay, so, um, I will say it's, okay, the first sketch on the whole show, I don't like. You or, don't like the hot dog sketch? 
That's not the first sketch. Oh, what's the first sketch? Uh, I actually like most of it. I don't like how it ends. The first sketch is the one where um, he goes on a job interview and he tries to pull the door and it's a push door. Um, and he just like pulls the door and breaks it. And he refuses to acknowledge that he um, is wrong. Yeah. So I like actually almost the entire sketch. The only part I don't like is the end. He starts like drooling, which is uh, the kind of nonsense I guess I'm a little drawn to, except I'm like, it's I'm, I don't like it. It's just to me, it's just gross. And I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> and I also find it a bummer that that's the first sketch, because I'm, I also feel like I could be like, hey, watch this. And then someone gets to that and they're like, oh, this isn't really for me and then turns it off. Uh, they might have done that intentionally and been like, if this grosses you out, then don't watch the rest of the show. But it's honestly my least favorite moment of the whole series is that like three seconds he's drooling at the end of the first sketch. And I want to tell people that's not what it's like. But generally, I like that it's it's a little offbeat. It's definitely not the typical sketch formula, um, at least in a lot of ways. Um, they'll do like some weird, they'll end the sketches really in a, abruptly or in a funny way. Um, or the character, like the characters are usually so absurd, which is why it's, I think they call it, I think you should leave is because ultimately everyone, uh, there's someone who ends up just being so embarrassing or embarrassed that it's like, I think you should leave. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird, I don't know. I keep saying the word weird, which makes me sound like an idiot, but, uh, <laughs> It's just a little offbeat from a lot of other sketch comedy. And I also don't think it's not trying to appease anybody. I feel like it's very artfully done in that way where it's like unabashedly like either mean or absurd. So like if anyone is watching and is going like, what's going on? I think that's what they were going for a little bit. Um, and to like buck your expectations, like the punchlines are obvious are generally not what you think they're going to be. Um, yeah. And I actually don't think some people would probably call it awkward. I actually maybe don't think it's that awkward. I think it's just like, it's kind of realistic and nobody ever seems, or very few characters ever actually seem embarrassed. That's the other <laughs> thing. Like everyone's just kind of like, yeah, this is how I am and this is how I act. Um, and so everyone's kind of um, unabashedly themselves. And even if they are like an embarrassing person themselves. Um. Okay, what's your favorite sketch? Oh, I have so many. Um, probably my favorite, um, and also so many of these are on YouTube, but I really like the Instagram sketch where the, it's the three women are out to brunch and they're trying to like, <laughs> uh, or one of them is trying to caption the photo with, with something like self-deprecating or whatever, and she just keeps making <laughs> these like really insulting remarks towards her friends in them. I don't know. That's a, that's a great one. Um I, uh, the hot dog one you mentioned is really good. Uh, there's a joke in there about somebody dressed like a hot dog that I really love and cut to a guy wearing just like a suit that makes him look like a hot dog, but it's not a hot dog suit. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, uh, I really like the, um, uh, the one where they, uh, replace his toilet with a novelty toilet, <laughs> which continues to make the show sound like it's kind of gross, but it's not really, <laughs> um, um, I think I need to rewatch the show because I only remember some of the sketches. Don't have you, have you only watched it once? Yeah. Oh, it's it's so it's so completely rewatchable too. It's still so funny. Like even the ones the things that I've seen like ten times, I'm like, this is still so funny to me. Um, 
Yeah. What else? Uh, oh, the, one of the greats is there's like Tim Heidecker of Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. Is like in one where he plays this like old guy at a young person party. And it's like so it's just like joke after joke. It's kind of uh, it's good. If you like the if you like sort of Tim and Eric's kind of sensibility, it's also very funny because it's like uh, it's a really patient sketch that just has a bunch of jokes in it that otherwise goes uh it just go it, there's really very little plot it's like they're trying to do a game night but it's just this guy's a goofy old guy at the party <laughs> um, um what do you think about the receipt sketch oh uh, where he eats the receipt yeah <laughs> um that's also in the first episode i think um um i think i, mean, I could be wrong uh i yeah i like it um i I don't think there's any sketch on it that I don't like. I know there are a few that people are like, oh, I don't really care for that one. But I'm like, it's kind of like if you give it some time. Like there's one episode where it's like uh, the the office gets a new printer. And then there's uh, somebody says like, looks like Christmas came early. And everyone has a good little laugh about it. And then one of the other coworkers walks in and tries to make another joke, but nobody laughs. And it's just her trying to make jokes that nobody's laughing at. And that one, that's definitely like an awkward, awkward sketch. Like, season one of the office kind of level <laughs> comedy. Um, and I know a lot of people, that's a lot of people's like least favorite or one people forget about, but I, it's honestly grown on me so much because it's, it's a really good performance by the person being awkward. And I've realized it's just like, once you get, once you stop cringing at it you're kind of like, Oh, this is really smart. <laughs> um, but how do you feel with the receipt sketch? Um, I think it starts out so funny and then halfway through, I'm like, I actually hate this. I don't like the twist in it that everyone gets on board with the person who's saying that they touch their seat with their poopy hands. I'm like, that's not, it's not funny anymore. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, that one's the one that it's kind of, it's a little up my alley of how I think, like, I don't necessarily like the poop joke aspect of it, but I do like, I like esoteric chatter in a sketch, <laughs> which I've written into things before and people usually tell me to take them out. But like, the way they sort of start like going about and dissecting. So the sketch, the premise is like somebody thinks that somebody uh, there's a there's a receipt for a present that like is um, assumed to have fecal matter on it. And it made somebody sick because they ate the receipt. That is a such a weird description of a sketch. <laughs> but then they just start yeah, they start going down like the experiment road to see if like if the paper made the person sick or if it wasn't the paper. And I don't know, I kind of enjoy the semantic argument of like how they figure it out. And I don't know. I like overly wordy things sometimes. I don't know. It, I mean, it's just over, overly wordy. I just thought it was. It wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the only one that really stood out to me is I don't like the sketch. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I think there's things all i i wouldn't like begrudge anyone for being like i didn't like whatever on it um but i do think it's nice that like the sketches are all so different from each other that that's like you can kind of be like i don't like that sketch and like move on the same with that one that i the ending of the one i don't like is then you move on and you're like oh these are all different and fun in their own way um do you have a favorite sketch i'm just trying to think i i don't know i mean i like the hot dog sketch a lot um uh I'm going to Google some to see if I, um, but I, I really like the hot dog sketch because I just think it's so absurd. And this guy is trying to convince people that he didn't run the hot dog car 
into the restaurant, even though he's wearing a hot dog outfit and it's clearly his car. And like, there's like so many other things that say, um, like say that it's his car, like not even just the hot dogness of it. I just think it's very funny. Yeah, it's a that's a good one. Um, that's like some of those sketches are. Re- that's another one of the really long ones that just like keeps kind of going, and you're like <laughs> kind of impressed they kept the simple premise of guy in hot dog suit crashes hot dog car into building, and like they just let it go on and on, and it's like yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, of that aspect of it. Um, I think maybe I'll say maybe one of my favorites is definitely the one where they're he's on a date with a girl, and they talk about. Um, they uh she's eating the nachos with the loaded nachos with more meat and cheese on them and leaving him the the more bare nachos (laughs) and uh he goes up to like the the waiter to tell the woman that there are rules to eating nachos and it's like this really overly complicated plan so that this guy doesn't have to confront her over eating (laughs) eating the better nachos and uh, she call, immediately calls him out and says, like, you went over to that guy to have him talk to me about eating the nachos. And uh, I don't know. That, that one might be my favorite one. It's like it's it's another one that's like overly wordy and complicated. And the guy just it just ends with him getting like called out and embarrassed, although he does not admit it at all, which is all is also how I write. I write my characters to be that way. Just like never kind of never be wrong because that's like. I feel like how you milk the most comedy out of something. <laughs> um, I will say I very much like that sketch because, I mean, yes, you shouldn't eat only the loaded parts, but it is the best part. And the worst part about nachos is that not everything is loaded correctly. Yeah, I think it's def- it's like a, it's like a good take on that opinion. Like it's a really interesting way to to express that opinion in a sketch. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at this list to just remember some of the sketches. Um. And um, it ranked the Instagram sketch at 21 out of like 26. And I think you'd be mad. I've looked at some of these ranked lists and I'm like, these are I, almost all of them. I'm like, these are stupid because first of all, they're wrong. But second of all, it's just an opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, some of them like rank like the number one will be something I'm like, I didn't even really like that one that much or, you know, not disliked, but, you know, I don't know. What do you think of the baby of the year sketch? This ranks it as number one. That's definitely not the best sketch. <laughs> um, I mean, the not even... the sketch is that they're ranking babies and everyone hates this one baby, I think. Yeah, it's like it's like a yeah, it's like a beauty pageant slash like reality TV thing where, or like, you know, America's Got Talent kind of thing. But it's just like best baby. And it is like so to me, the funniest thing is like uh, when they. One of them just goes like, fuck you, Harley Jarvis, which is the name of the, the baby everyone's trying to boo. And like, I love that line. Like to say fuck you to a baby is pretty funny to me. Because um, why would you, why would you need to do that? Um, but otherwise, like that's definitely, I mean, that's not even as funny as like the, uh, I feel like most people's, the most well-known one is the one where they're trying to design a car. Um, I don't know. I feel like that one's, that one's really popular. I don't necessarily need to explain it, but uh Yes, I, I think the show is great. I almost say there's like, to me, there's there's not even like, even with that one five second moment I don't like from one sketch, in my humble opinion, uh, I don't think there's a weak sketch on the show. Mm, 
there's maybe ones I care more or less about, but I still like the whole thing. I wouldn't skip anything. Okay. Um, what do you hope for season two? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I hope they don't do anything again. I hope they <laughs> completely do everything new, which that's the other, they don't have any like recurring characters, I don't think, or any recurring sketches or any of that. And I think that's great. Like just do them all once and be done with it. Um, you don't want to see Hot Dog Man again? I don't, I know. I don't want to see anyone again. Um, also it's, I do think it's fun that like, so Tim Robinson is the lead in most of these sketches. Um, but he also doesn't really do much, uh, changing his character. Like he might do a voice a little bit or whatever, but it's just mostly him just being all these different characters. Uh, which I think lends less to like repeating things because then the person doesn't have like a recognizable look or, I mean, the hot dog costume guy obviously can put on the hot dog costume, but like, uh, nothing's really relying too hard on like what they look like or sound like. Um, which, so he's not really doing characters. Like, yes, there, there are, these, these are sketches and he's starring in a lot of them, but it's not the same thing as like when people embody a character. Um, and do you think you like this show so much because he writes like you want to write or you, you do write? Um, yeah, I, I definitely, I think it's, I think I do try to write a little like him. I mean, I think I would write more like him if I had the budget he did. <laughs> um, because like some of it's just like the neat little stuff he does. And uh, yeah, we'll see. Because he doesn't like, I mean, I most of my sketches thus far have been like one person pieces, which uh, over the past year, at least. Um, but uh, yeah, I know I can really, I sort of identify with his style and I like it. And I also like that he was like on SNL and he, these are, I think the 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 rumor or whatever confirmed or not is like these are the sketches that he couldn't do on Saturday Saturday Night Live and he sort of like took the ideas and like then made them himself and I that's like feels <laughs> that feels comforting to me because I've been in the same situation where I've like written things and people told me no to them and then I've like tried to do them on my own and they've been successful so it's like cool to see him kind of also like being like okay well these weren't meant for SNL but I'm gonna make them and people are gonna love them. <laughs> Um, and so I do, I do appreciate that. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I like the show. I hope this was a good, uh, this made people want to watch it or reminded people of the good, good times. times. Listeners, where can the listeners find the show? It's on Netflix. So, um, so use your Netflix account, use a friend's Netflix account, use your parents' Netflix account. Yeah. Uh, or just, uh, yeah, you can go on YouTube and check out some of these. There, there, there's a lot of them on there on like the Netflix is a joke page on YouTube. Uh, I know the Instagram ones on there because sometimes I'll just watch that. Like I'll be feeling down and I'll just watch that one. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a good one. Uh, topic done. Topic complete. Uh, Emily, you have a topic. Um, do I? What is it? Mm, it's Pac-Man. Um. Wow. The original Pac-Man. Why'd you just sigh at that? Did I sigh? You felt like you did. I think I took a sip of my chai. I chied at it. Um. I mean, will it come up in the conversation? Maybe. But I'm talking about Pac-Man generally. Okay. So, I grew up liking two video games, Tetris, which we're not discussing. Although I could. Maybe another day. That has to be a big topic, though. I got a lot to say about Tetris. 
I also had Pac-Man. Actually, but I didn't, I realized now I didn't have Pac-Man. I had Mrs. Pac-Man, which is apparently like a spin-off that was not sanctioned by the creators and people don't like as much. Um, is that the one that, yeah, is it like the same game though, but just like, so, how is it different? No. Yes, there's the ghost. Yes, there's the Pac-Man slash Mrs. Pac-Man. But, so when I was growing up, this is how Mrs. Pac-Man worked. There were, you played the first two levels, which were the same. And then there was like a little Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man scene. And then be a new level with a new route. And you'd play that three times. And then you'd win. And then you'd go to the next level and you'd play it four times. But each, like after each video screen, it was a new like route. So on the original, so original Pac-Man. No. No. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm asking questions. Don't worry okay. about it. On the original Pac-Man, it's just one screen that just gets harder. Like yes. you beat one screen and then you go to the next screen. But the next screen is the same screen. It's just yes. the ghosts are faster or whatever. The ghosts are and faster. You, and you just keep going until it's faster. Yeah. The ghosts are faster and they don't stay eatable as long. Uh, yes. All the time. Every time-based thing gets faster. Yeah. Um, and so what you're saying is the difference. So that's the original and then and now in this Mrs. Pac-Man, they every three or four levels or something, you said they they just remix the map or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I recently got into Pac-Man again because mm-hmm. of Pac-Man '99, which I've mentioned before. Um, you have. And at first, I was so frustrated. I'm like, this is not Pac-Man. It's just the same <laughs> level over and over again. Give me. Change of levels. But I learned that thing about Mrs. Pac-Man versus Pac-Man. And now I'm fully addicted to Pac-Man. Um, <clears throat> I can vouch that I see Emily playing the Pac-Man 99 all the time on my Switch when I'm playing other games. <laughs> I I use it as a, a release. I'll play a couple games when I get home. I'll do a little bit of stuff here. Then I'll play a couple games. And then I'll go off. And then I'll go back on. And I just, I just love to eat them ghosts. Yeah. I'm just um, a little Pac-Man, and I want to eat some ghosts. I eat some ghosts. Um, can you describe how Pac-Man 99 is different from Pac-Man? Okay, yes. So the original Pac-Man is you're a little Pac-Man, little orange, an orange pie-shaped thing with a piece of pie missing, and it chomps. I'm doing you call him. You call him orange? I, I meant yellow. Okay. Um, and... You go around, there's a map, and you have to eat all of the white pellets to clear the map. But at the same time, there's these four ghosts chasing you. And they all have different names. Something like Inky, Blinky, Pinky. I don't know if those are the exact names. I think and, those are three. I think those are three of them. And Clyde. Yes. Um, who is my favorite? I stand a Clyde. Um he has my whole heart. Clyde, so I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're going to get this, but... which I, and apparently they each have their own pattern and like, they each have their own like reasons to chase after you and one doesn't chase after you and one is like, I don't, I don't understand it. I'm assuming Clyde is the one who doesn't chase you because that's why they gave him like the weird name. One of the red one takes the direct route to you. The blue one takes like the second direct route, like the secondary route to you. Uh, one of them moves chaotically and one of them moves like away from you. It's something like that. 
But like, yes, I've recently been telling people this, like each of the ghosts has their own distinct movement pattern, but that's why you usually die to red or blue, I think, because those are the two that are really coming after you where the other two are sort of doing their own other thing. But they can, they you can sort of get pinched with them, but like the red and I think blue are the two that are actually like trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and they also, they don't start chasing you right away. They go to a quadrant of the map at first. But so you're trying to avoid these ghosts, but there's also a big pellet on the map that turns the ghosts into like, they're black and white and they're eatable. Um, you can just chomp them up. Chomp, 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 chomp. Chomp, chomp. Um, and it's great when you can chomp them up because one, they're not chasing you, and two, you can eat them, and three, it lets you clear things without being worried about being murdered by a ghost. Yeah. Um, but in Pac-Man 99, there's still the four ghosts. I think they have the same personalities. Clyde is still just really living his truth. Um, does he want to be a part of this game? No. He wants to be... <laughs> this is his, this is his prison. <laughs> this is his prison. He wants the Pac-Man to get out. Um, uh, it's like mm-hmm. in Ralph breaks the internet. Ralph wants to get out of the video game. Yeah. I've never watched that. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> you were, I've never seen it either. You were, I was like, okay. Um, anyways, in Pac-Man 99, truly just a great game. Is it Nintendo's greatest creation? I think so. Uh, I've had bad news for you. I don't think, I don't think Nintendo made it. <laughs> well, whoever made it. Yeah. Is it their greatest creation? Absolutely. Um, so the way it works is that you are put into a room with 99 other people. And you're competing against them. Well, 98 other people, right? There's 99 of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even said that. I feel like a jerk for even saying that. <laughs> um, so, but the rules are slightly different. The Pac-Man follow the same thing. There's still the white pellets. When you hit the white pellets, it's the ghosts go black and white and you can eat them. Except you can also make the ghosts, um, like you can make, you add more ghosts. There's like, instead of pellets along the side, there's little white outlines of ghosts. And when you go over them, more ghosts get added to the, like it's a train of ghosts on one of the ghosts, the closest ghost to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, it went the, when you chomp up these ghosts, when you eat over these ghosts that are black and white, and there's a whole train, chain of train of them, they get sent to the other competitors, the 98 other competitors. Um, so, well, it, it sometimes it's, a, it's usually a specific competitor. You can target different people. Yeah, there's like a targeting system. Um, because you want then those ghosts become jammer Pac-Man that slow that person down and they're terrible. And I hate Jammer Pac-Man. There's, yeah, there's so, yeah, there's something. Okay. So basically there's never been, I don't think there's ever been multiplayer Pac-Man before um, other than like taking turns playing Pac-Man, but um, you know, they did Tetris 99, which Tetris has built in like abilities to attack other people and like, it's been established for a long time how to play like two player Tetris. And they just expanded that to be 99 players. Pac-Man 99, like there was no two player mode. So they had to like invent a thing. So I honestly, it is so 
it is a little convoluted to like explain, but like it's not that hard to like game. play. Yeah. Although I don't think there's no like introduction to it. You just have to figure this out all on your own or like look up the rules online. Um, yeah. But then after there's 50 people who haven't technically 49 ugh, um, are are killed are are attacked um, are no longer in the game. They're the red jammer Pac-Man are introduced and they're even worse than the white jammer Pac-Man because they kill you immediately. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I died to the red Pac-Man like more than anything else or like technically of them and a ghost might pinch me. But like the red Pac-Mans are so annoying. They're, <laughs> they're the worst. worst. They're so annoying and they just appear and you can't get rid of them if you're trying to clear the board. And then when you're trying to clear the board, they're in the way. Oh, um, yeah. but my favorite part about the game is how fast you can get your little Pac-Man to go. So you start at zero speed. And every time you clear the board, you go up a speed. And there's also a setting you can play where you add more speed when you eat the white pellets, which is how I play because I love getting so fast. When I start going so fast, I'm just whipping through the maze. I'm like, this is so fun. This is what it must feel like to be a race car driver. You're just taking your little joystick and you're just like, Clear. Clear. Um, I love going super fast. Oh. So I've gotten up to speed eight before. Very good. It's great. But I also, I have recently gotten the, like, I think it's Namco Classic Pac-Man for my Switch. So you can play the, like, the original version of Pac-Man on my Switch. See, Namco, that's the company that made it. Um, and let me tell you, it goes too slow. I was playing it yesterday and today, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to go faster. Give me these. Give me the speed boost. I was going yeah. so slow. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in traffic. So I think it's funny because so Tetris 99 exists um, and I love Tetris as well. And I just like didn't really get that into Tetris 99. Uh, I just something about it wasn't as fun as Tetris is to me. And then, well, yeah, because um, it, it's not. I think part of this is I'm too I care too much about Tetris. So while I like Tetris 99, it is not Tetris. To me. Yeah, I like to I want if I want to play Tetris, I want to play Tetris, um, not like do this weird combative Tetris thing. Uh, but on the flip side, I don't really have an affinity for Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man or anything. Um, those just like weren't, I didn't play Pac-Man when I was a kid. And, uh, so I was like, oh, Pac-Man 99, cool, but I'll never play that. And then, <laughs> so, it was, uh, but I, I did, and I, I actually really like, I really like Pac-Man 99. And so I'm not, yeah, I'm not a fan of the original game. It is probably either, either too slow or I like, I've never really liked it, the controls, felt kind of sloppy like especially because i've played it like at arcade machines and stuff and the controls on like an arcade machine are um not as good as like on a switch nintendo switch and uh so now i yeah it's great i think i think pac-man 99 is great um i don't really play it uh that much but i'll like i'll turn it on from time to time and and play a little bit um there are also other modes on pac-man 99 um there's like just a regular, basically it's te- it's just Pac-Man, except where you start out faster, so it's better. Hmm. Did you pay for the full version? I did. 
Um, yes, it's a free game uh, if you want on your Switch, as long as you have the online um, thing. Um, but yeah, I I love Pac-Man. I just I could play all day. It makes me want. I have my Game Boy in my apartment. I don't think have batteries for it, but it makes me want to get out my old version of This Is Pac-Man and just really mm. go back to my my true self. A person who plays Tetris and Pac-Man on their Game Boy. Um, I say do it. Live the live the old life. <laughs> um, I'll I have a quick I have a quick uh, addendum to the check-in slash this topic that we're talking about. Okay. Um, so it's a mix of two. I love playing as Pac-Man in Super Smash Brothers. Um, He's a character in the uh, la- most recent two, but I mostly play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and you can play as like Pac-Man, and he has his arms and legs, and he can run around, and he has like he does have a eat the pellet move, and he has little ghost moves, and he punches people with ghosts. <laughs> um, they sort of, um, I mean, I know the ghosts are his enemy, but they sort of uh, amalgamated a bunch of things to make him a fightable character in the game. And uh, I, I think he's one of my favorites. He's one of my top people I like to play as. Um, I will say, and going back to Pac-Man 99, I have won two more times since the last time we talked about this. And I believe Pac-Man 99 is hard to win. Um, I've come in second countless times. I'm, I'm very good. I would beat you. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, I get top, whenever I play, I usually get top five unless some sort of shenanigans happen early on. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've seen how many hours you played that game. I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't stake my reputation on beating you. Um, but I'd beat you at Tetris. Um, uh, no, I would beat you at Tetris. Okay. okay. Listen, I, I am, I've won Tetris 99. I am on the special... Tetris 99 level that you only get into when you win. Tetris Invictus. I am mad that Pac-Man 99 doesn't have a special level for winners. Um, y- yeah, I think you and some other people have underestimated how many hours of my life I've spent playing Tetris. <laughs> I think you just... underestimate, one, how good I am, and two, how much time in my entire life I have spent playing Tetris. Okay, fine. I mean, I've got a few years on YouTube of been playing longer, but uh, sure. Whatever you think. If you, you think that, then do you think that? That's you fine. play other games. You play other games. I've only ever cared about two video games. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at almost every video game I play. So I don't know. Except for baseball games, they're really hard. <laughs> Too many controls. Um, but just to go back to Pac-Man '99, it's truly, and just Pac-Man in general, it's very meditative. I so. I don't like video games a lot, I think, because they're full of a bunch of nonsense. Um, <laughs> Pac-Man 99 is full of the most So nonsense. I love to finish my story. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I tried to play that Splatoon game, and I was like, this is just too much nonsense. Stop stop telling me the story. I don't care. Not Splatoon. But the one with the little ink characters. The little... Splatoon. Is that Splatoon? The little inklings? Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, it's just it was just nonsense. It's just nonsense. Pac-Man 99 is just pure nonsense. And I just, it just leans into it. And it's just nonsensical. And you can get your little Pac-Man going so fast. And you just like zoom around. Sometimes you go so fast and I don't know what causes it to happen. You think you're going to about to run into a red jam or Pac-Man or a ghost and you just go over them. 
Has this ever happened to you? It happens to me all the time. I don't know what's causing it. I think it's because I go so fast. Um, I don't know. Is you clearing the board or whatever? No. I don't know. I just go right over them because I'm going so fast. I'm a little zoom. I'm a zoomer Pac-Man. <laughs> you heard it first. Emily is a zoomer. Um, I'm just a little Pac-Man and I want to eat some ghosts. I also um, find it very calming when I'm very stressed out. I play. Yeah. Um, it's good. Maybe my switch do. worth it. Uh, sure. Topic done. Topic complete. I want to go play some Pac-Man. Uh, I'm sure you do. Um, uh, you didn't have anything more to say, right? Topic done. Um, okay. Uh, how do we end these? Do we just talk? We talk more? How do we end these podcasts? Matt, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, um, oh, I have two things. Two things kind of to plug. Um, one is I had I put out a new sketch, a new video sketch. Um, it's new. It's new today. I mean, it'll be like four days old by the time you all see it. But um, what did I even call this thing? <laughs> I just bought a book or something. <laughs> no, I think wonderful it's, I, I'm into reading now or something like that. <clears throat> it is called I Just Learned About Books. And that might not be a great sell that I forgot the name of it already, but honestly, I like I make these titles up. This the last thing I do is I make up a title, uh, almost almost always the last thing I do, and I usually name them something really dumb, like I just learned about books, <laughs> and then I take a while like to remember how to what it's called, and then uh, I I do get it eventually memorized, but. Um, at any rate, it's about how, uh, well, it's a fake person, but it's sort of about, inspired by my real life about uh See, I ghosts. felt, listener, that it was truly just Matt. Listen, all my sketches are basically me or my thoughts, and then I just embody them somehow that I, and I constantly have to be like, I do name all my characters not Matt, and I do try to differentiate themselves from me in some ways. <laughs> But it tends to be tends to be me talking to a camera, so people often assume it is me. In fact, I'm pretty sure somebody thought I moved because my last sketch is called Moving Sale, and it's me talking about moving. Except it's I'm I'm not I'm playing a character. It's just a character. <laughs> um, but at any rate, uh, it's it's heavily inspired by my real life, but it's not actually about me. Check it out. It's called I Just Learned About Books. And you know where it is? It's on my YouTube channel, which is, this is my second plug. I finally got a hold of uh, youtube.com slash Matt Aramondo, not Matthew. I cut out the H-E-W. I have the slightly shorter one. It matches all my other social media now. <laughs> so my plug is my YouTube channel and this video. Go to youtube.com slash Matt Aramondo. And that's my plug or my plug. Duh. Hey guys, go do, go get on that. Emily, do you have anything to plug? No. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> I'm Summer Emmy. Summer Emmy's back. Welcome back. Um, Although she, right. she has declared that she's never leaving her apartment again because it's too hot. Mm, interesting. Hey, it's 89 degrees now. That's nice. Um, my watch still says 90. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you have not already subscribed to this podcast, please do so uh, somewhere. Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you know, 
TBD podcast is our handle on all of those. And you can also email us however, whatever you want, however you want at uh, TBD podcast at gmail.com. Yes, please. I, um, I will get the password from that after this. So I, I have access to it. <laughs> um, we'll see. Um, I, <laughs> I will give it to her. Don't worry, guys. Um, <laughs> um, that's it, right? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I've been I've been one of your hosts, Matt Armando. Um, thank you, guest. Um, I've been your host, Emily Riggins. <laughs> and this has been TBD. With your host, Emily and Matt. Well, bye. Bye.